Welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. Jumbo, everyone, what's up? And welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. In today's episode, we are discussing Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. We are going to be breaking down the land, telling you what we think about everything there, including merchandise, food, the attractions, and all that jazz. The bathrooms. That will be part of the talk. <laughs> so don't you worry. I love bathroom talk. Uh, if you enjoy our podcast and are interested in bonus episodes, content, and more, make sure to check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash happiest podcast on earth if you are looking to join our happiest army. You can ch- also check out happiestpodcastonearth.com for all of our latest merch, latest episodes, and more. So with all that being said, let's introduce your happiest podcast on earth team for today's episode. My name is Jared Fenema, and I am joined here today by Mark Bradley himself. What's going on, you crazy wildcats? All right. We have Emery Birch in the house. Hello, everybody. And the one and only Nick Foster. Hola. All right. (laughs) Yeah, baby. Let's go. Um, All right. Let's go around the table. Brought to you by Pixie Vacations. If you are looking to book a trip to Disney and you really just either don't know what you're doing or you just need a little bit of help, head to pixievacations.com to talk to an agent. They are completely free for you. They are an amazing help. Um, we have talked to many people that have used them, uh, many listeners that have been so thankful to use them. So check out pixievacations.com if you are looking for a Disney trip, a universal trip, or really any trip you can think of. Give them a holler. See what they can do for you. All right. So, Halloween's right around the corner, y'all. That's all I can say. I'm I'm excited. I can't believe it. We're one week from Halloween, and then like, also pretty much a week from Christmas showing up. Christmas showing up at Magic Kingdom. Listen, I know we got to get through Halloween first, but the fact that there will be a tree down Main Street in like a week from well, okay, so technically this is Monday. Yeah. Tomorrow, a week from tomorrow, there will be a tree on Main Street. Brings me so much joy. Yes. That okay. If we're not talking about it around the table, yep. then I don't know what. We're I doing. thought you were going to say it brings okay. you so much agony because you're one of those guys that it has to be. No, no, <laughs> no. Like, I, mm, I'm with you. I'm, with I'm you. fine with Halloween having its moment. Like I want Halloween to have its moment. That's cool with me. This but as soon as the week. clock strikes midnight. Dawn. On Halloween, those pumpkins oh, turn into tr- Christmas yeah. trees the so Christmas fast. Tree. <laughs> yeah, like... Coconut mocha. That is funny that, like, even now I'm still on, like, the pumpkin cream cold brew sort of thing. Oh, it's Starbucks. Change, no, and it's time. It's the moment oh. it hits November 1st. I'm See, like, oh, we were talking I'm about fine. Like, Christmas season. music like, blaring. No, yes. Like, Christmas music will be playing, but I'm also okay with pumpkin trickling through Thanksgiving. Yes, like, I, I even like pumpkin pie on Fair. Christmas Day, so I'm okay with that. I'm but fine like, with the, the pumpkin Christmas sticking around. All of that <sighs> has until Thanksgiving. As soon as Thanksgiving's done, I don't want it's to gone. think about pumpkin spice lattes until next September. Oh, I'm fine with it. I, I, I like thinking I about pumpkin that. spice into March if I can. <laughs> like if the Starbucks stockpiles on that, I try to keep that going as long as I possibly can. But but I, I am just so ready for Christmas. I walked into Target the other day and there was so much Christmas merchandise everywhere um, and it just it made my heart happy and i bought a christmas coffee mug i did it i bought christmas oh, wow. i ordered my christmas spirit jersey on shop disney the other day i'm just ready i'm prepared Nick, for my i ordered we- my stuff the day they released it so 
<laughs> we might be matching at the Christmas party, which speaking of another roundtable moment, um, uh, YouTube, we have our Oogie Boogie Bash video out. So if you guys are still feeling the spooky vibes and want to stay in that Halloween spirit a little while longer, definitely check that out on YouTube. Um, and stay tuned because pretty soon the first Very Merry Christmas party will be happening at Magic Kingdom of the season. And we will be there to bring you guys another video, all kinds of content. I'm excited. I missed Very Merry Christmas Party a lot last year. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to have it back. I'm going to be drinking hot cocoa and eating, hopefully, some snickerdoodle cookies down Main oh Street with God. it snowing. Oh, yeah. oh um, my gosh, snow. I'm unprepared so for this moment. Delightful. Oh, <laughs> the snow. I'm not ready for the snow. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, all right. Back to Halloween. I'm fine. I'm fine. Hey, I'm fine. Listen. It's Halloween week, so damn it, Nick. You had to do that, but we're okay. Um, I'm, I'm old St. Nick. I can't help it. This is true. Oh, so, God. oh gosh. <laughs> so here's my thing. Okay, actually, I was just thinking about this. So I have a pirate costume. That's like my only costume I have. I used it for Gasparilla Festival in Tampa uh, beginning of this past year. Um, and then I used it. I went to Andrew's house for a Halloween party Saturday, used it. I'm like... That's overusing. I feel like if you're just rocking the same costume every time, what if on Monday night when I like help Andrew like pass out candy at his house, what if I bought like a Christmas, like a Santa costume? Because then I can use that for like the holidays too. Bro, I'm not going to lie to you. That's like a full. I dressed up as Santa one time for a paid event and it was a blast. I'm trying to think though about like my children walking up to a stranger's home and Santa being and like, saying Santa. Oh, oh, oh. like I'd be like, okay, kid, we're gonna pass okay. this out. Yeah, but I'm Santa. a parent with like a little fake knife, like, oh yeah, come grab candy. Like, yeah, that, no, yeah, that's I don't know weird that. too. I don't, Santa? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, Is Santa I mean, weird I'm, on the Halloween. Is that weird? No, like no, Santa's Santa's before Christmas. I eat that. Santa's up. he's working on Halloween, yeah, so right I mean, he's always you know. Getting those toys ready. Comes I don't know. Time. Maybe. Maybe. I got to look at Amazon. It's an option. I was also going to suggest dressing option. as a country bear. Hold on. <laughs> I was Emory, yeah. Emory's rocking a, You got Christmas. Oh, I have my bedding on comforter. Yeah. Yeah. That's been I on for it. about a month. What is going on with y'all? Listen, I absolutely love Christmas. Like, I am the Christmas person. Like, Christmas embodiment me. So same, same, same. Jeez. You got three of the this is what it is. Because well, listen, I'm tomorrow on, on November first. Mariah Carey's being blared in my car. Oh the yeah. The moment I get in my car, it is gonna be oh, it's geez. it's on. It's on like Donkey Kong, and there's no stopping. Me. <laughs> We're taking it back to Christmas. Listen, <laughs> sorry, sorry. This is your fault, Jared. You yeah, talked you about Santa. Claus. I talked about Halloween. I talked about Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> the Halloween. The Halloween instigates the conversation. Just before we exactly. recorded, we're talking about let's go to Trails End and see the Halloween decorations at you know the Wilderness Campground. I was like all hyped. And then the moment we hop on recording, it's let's talk about Christmas. <laughs> okay, so while you guys while you guys were talking about going to Trails End to see the Halloween decorations, I was booking Trails End in December to be no. able to go see the Christmas. <laughs> oh my goodness! What is happening? I, I was right. like, ooh, we'll Trails have to End, do both. Christmas. We'll have to do both. <laughs> All right. Oh, Nick Foster, I love you. That's incredible. If we can't talk about Halloween, we're not talking about anything. All right. Well, then we will. We I'll, I'll go around the table real quick. I got one. What you got? Uh, Star Boys is coming back. My patron, oh yeah, stop boys! Your boy, it's my boys. Your boy, Marky Mark's gonna take it over. I'm, I ain't, I ain't playing. I ain't love playing it. with this no more. I ain't playing with <laughs> it. Makes me mad. I love the Star Boys. I love Star Wars, and I'm putting together a team 
a team of wonderful people. Listen, star boys, and we might even throw some star girls. You never know. I'm not against it. So we'll see. But we're yeah, right. Emery, let's go. You got to earn it, I'll though. Go. You got okay. to get me into star cruise. Got some hot takes. I'll do my best. You have hot takes? I, I, I have some hot takes, yeah. He's got some hot oh, takes. Okay. We'll oh. save it for Patreon, though. Oh, we'll yeah. save it for Patreon. Oh, yeah, but <laughs> Star Boys is coming back. Our first one, we did do Kenobi because I felt like it was a, a little controversial between the members of the, the Happiest, which is fine, all good and, and dandy, but it got a little got a little heated. Got heated. So, you know, we're going to, Andor is loved. I mean, Nick Foster loves Andor, apparently. <laughs> Just kidding. I, I don't have any comments. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And, I don't yeah. hate it. I'm just not loving it. That's fair. I respect yeah. it. I respect your opinion, man. I do. But I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. That's the, <laughs> yeah. I'm not mad at you. I'm just disappointed. That was such Which a Nick answer. Which is even worse. Like, <laughs> that was such I, a Nick answer. I don't I, hate it. It's just not my favorite. <laughs> I'd rather you be mad at me than be disappointed at me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's, that's a dad oh, let's, thing. We'll that's talk about thing. that in counseling, Jared. I'm writing Thank right you. now. Thank you. Apparently, this has happened many times. <laughs> That just triggered an emotion. Yeah, a lot of disappointment (laughs) to people. So, Um, no, that's perfect. But yeah, so that's awesome. Starboy's back. Um, If you've never heard of Starboy's, it's for Patreon members only. Again, make sure to check out patreon.com slash happiest podcast on earth. A lot of fun content we're bringing out that way. And actually, big shout out if you are listening um, Friday morning. So when we're releasing this or Thursday night, our Patreon members who get the early access to our episode... Uh, we're doing a virtual night this week, so just stay tuned for that. Starting, I think, at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Patreon members, I'll send out that Zoom info as well for that. But we're doing kind of a Halloween-themed virtual night, so we'll be listening to some Halloween music, doing some fun videos, games, all that stuff, um, having some drinks, doing all that stuff. So that's going to be a lot of fun um, for that. That's exciting. We also just had a really cool rankings episode with some of our Patreon members on there, so... Um, yeah, a lot of fun stuff, a uh, lot more including our Patreon members with our content, which is super cool. So uh, definitely go check that out. Um, Mark, plug your coffee. Oh, Captain Coffee, baby. We're making some big moves here. We've got uh, sample bags now. If you're a little unsure about pulling the trigger on a full bag and you're like, I don't know if the 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 Almond Joy coconut sounds like me. I don't know. I don't know. The Snickering Weasley. What is this? I don't know. Well, now you can test it. Now you can get a little one ounce bag and see if you like it before you pull the trigger. Uh, we've got our mint flavor coming back in a couple of weeks, starting November 1st, because it's Christmas always. So the mint are how uh, <laughs> the mint still Christmas is coming back. Very excited about that. And in March, we have a brand new flavor dropping, which I'm very, very Ooh. excited about. Merch is on the way. Uh, when you do merch yourself, it's a little difficult. Because I'm mm-hmm. doing everything by myself here. So I'm doing the best I can, but merch is on its way. So Captain Coffee, go check us out at www.capcoffee.com or Instagram at Captain Coffee. Go look us up, baby. There we go. There we go. Check it out. Happiest blend on earth, baby. Oh, baby. Slaps. She is a fan favorite. Love it. Fan yeah, go, spark, uh, go support Mark, everyone. Check that out. Um, really, really good coffee if you're a fan of coffee. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> I actually didn't mind Happy's Blend. Not going to lie. Didn't mind it. But um, but again, I don't drink too much coffee, so don't take that to heart. All right. Anything else? I'm ready to talk We're about We're good. Edge, baby. By the way, y'all, I'm 35 now, so that's like birthday. Body. birthday. birthday. This is a new year. This is the first episode in a new year for me. So Yo, just remember, go. this is going to be the best year yet. 
Just you're closer to forty than you are thirty. Don't want to hear that. Don't want to hear that. See, well, Nick is really bringing it on today. This is a weird episode. This I just had to throw that out there. Just had to throw that out there. Yeah, thanks. Jeez, I don't even want to think about that. No, I said you once you hit thirty-seven and a half, then you're over the thirty-five, like thirty-five to forty. Then you're over like saying i'm close to 30 you then you're like damn it now i feel like the day after your 35th birthday you're closer to 40 than you are 30 i hate it i think that's how it works yeah thanks nick (laughs) just wait till you're here man wait till you're here i'm not looking forward to it either i i'm sorry this is a great year so far i should have held back i should have held. 35 has been the best year yet so (laughs) yeah i love it all two days like four days three days yeah just saying Today's episode of the Happiest Podcast on Earth is brought to you by Magic Candle Company. Head to magiccandlecompany.com and use our promo code HAPPY15 for 15% off of your purchase of theme park scented candles, waxes, and more. Today's episode, we are going to be doing, if you remember back in the day, we kind of did like a land breakdown episode. Uh, It was very structured. I feel like we, you know, I've had it in the plans to bring this um, style episode back so we can kind of break down the different lands that you can find in in the theme parks here at the Walt Disney World Resort. But we're going to do it a little bit different, a little more laid back, good conversation. We don't need to do it so structured. I don't need to tell you about the history of attractions, things like that. I just want to hear the overall thoughts um, from our team here, from myself, um, just what we think about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. And we will kind of break down some of the areas that you can um, find certain things in there. But Definitely just excited to hear thoughts because I know a lot of people with when it comes to lands uh, in the parks, some really like land, some don't. AKA Tomorrowland is a hot one, I think, on our podcast. Like mm-hmm. some of us don't like Tomorrowland too much. Some of us love Tomorrowland. So, um, but I'm just curious to see how this goes because I don't really know from y'all if you love Galaxy's Edge, if you just think it's you know below expectations. So we're going to get into it. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, located in Disney's Hollywood Studios. Um, all right. First off, let's talk about attractions, because I think that's always kind of the big one when you come into... When I think of, like, lands, I'm an attractions guy, so it's always... All right, what are the attractions there? We have Rise of the Resistance. Obviously, super, super popular. Yeah. The line is always long to go see this attraction. They used to do the virtual queue. Now you have to pay money, you know, extra money to do it. It's very hard to even get that. As I have come to find out two weeks ago, it was very tough. Um, And then we have Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. So two different style attractions. Overall thoughts as far as the attractions go, we can start with Rise of the Resistance. I think that's just like everybody knows that attraction at this point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How do you feel overall about Rise of the Resistance? Or do you want me to start? No, t- 10 out of 10 for me. The ride does everything I need it to, to do. I know Emery's like, what? And no. I, will, I will explain why. I'm, I grew up eating, drinking, obsessing about Star Wars. Like, I remember growing up as a four-year-old, like Luke Skywalker was the epitome of what I wanted to be. So, like, Star Wars is, is in my blood. So, like, when I got on that ride and I got off the ride, I cried multiple times because it just felt like I was in Star Wars, like really for the first time since I was a kid again, that I'm like, this is how I felt as a child. 
So it made me feel like a kid again. Sure. Could they change a couple things to maybe make it look a little bit, I don't know, fancier, a little bit more, a little bit more Star Wars? Sure. Oh, absolutely. Nothing's perfect, but for how it made me feel, it's a 10 out of 10. And that's why it's a 10 out of 10. It just made me feel like a kid again. So that's why for me, I just absolutely, it's a must do. I adore it with everything in me. I agree with Mark. It is my favorite attraction at Walt Disney World. Yep, I said it. Number one. It. Yeah, no. no. By, by like hands down, in, in any Disney park that I've been to, Rise of the Resistance wins for me. Because of what Mark just said, like my brother and I, we used to pretend like our bunk beds were the Millennium Falcon. Like right. we used to have lightsaber lightsaber battles on like on a regular basis. Star Wars has always been something that's so special to me and so important to me. And so to me... The sign of a solid Disney attraction is it captures <laughs> this goes really deep, but it goes like what Walt's original vision was for the parks. It may it's a place to like, in my mind, make you feel like a kid again. And that's exactly what Rise of the Resistance does for me. I'm able to have a moment where I just forget about like the outside world and pretend like I am totally encapsulated in the galaxy far, far away. Um I'll never forget my first time riding it as well. It was incredible. Um, I also got to ride it the second time with Josh Jamara, which was pretty freaking cool. Um, so that definitely added to the experience. But I don't know. It, it just, it's so special to me. It's something that I love to do. I actually don't like doing it every time I'm at studios because I I want to like appreciate it more. I don't want it to be a ride that I just like, go with the motion and doing you know i i i love noticing new details in it i just love it it's amazing yeah um i i have some opposing opinions personally <laughs> um try I, me <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i i do agree with what you're saying like it does a great job with the storytelling and everything like that and like attractions wise like it's super advanced like I think it is very cool. The technology is amazing. Um, when it works, half the time Kylo is in B mode, but you know, that's okay. Um, but I, to me, like things that make a good ride is like the um, rideability. Like every time I ride it, it just gets like less and less good. And I understand what you're talking about, like not wanting to ride it all the time. So you appreciate it. But like for me, like after I wrote it a few times, like, the kind of awe of it was taken away. And so now I can't justify the wait times. Like I can't justify doing it. Like it doesn't make sense to me anymore. Um, and I think like also it goes deeper into like Batu as a whole. Cause I think back when Batu first opened, um, and not to, not to say the cast members aren't great, like, you know, they're all amazing. Uh, but when it did first open, everybody was super in story. And if you yeah. ask somebody where they're from, they're going to be like, oh, I'm from Pika, like a city on Batu. Whereas now they're going to be like, oh, I'm from Orlando, Florida. Um, and it's giving like a lot of that same energy, I think, is um, found in Rise of the Resistance. Like, I don't feel like cast members are as into it. Like, I feel like a lot of the story and a lot of what made it so good is just like slowly being diminished. So I think when it first opened, I appreciated it a lot more. But like now, I think the awe has just kind of gone away. And I just can't justify like the wait time and the big like, I don't know, everything that surrounds it personally. That's fair. Okay. I will uh, say I the Imperial officer, like the First Order guy, first time yeah. I did, he was like, she was so into the role. Like walking back and forth with his hands behind his head, getting in people's face, giving like the right. hearts. Like, he was in character. The last time I did it, I will admit he she was like, "Yeah, just go get in line." 
Just go, yeah. Oh my god. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's a twenty minute experience. Like it's 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 an attraction, but it truly is an experience. And like those cast members, they're not getting that entertainment pay. Like they don't have to memorize a spiel. They don't learn a certain character. But I just feel like like if I were personally in that role, like in a way it's similar to my role now. Like I am not going to not bring my best show. Mm-hmm. You know, even though I'm not officially entertainment and they truly are such an essential part of that attraction. So when you don't have cast members doing that, it just takes away, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Sure. I think, though, that they still exist. Like, I don't think they that do every exist. time. Because I know that even recently I've been on it and we had, you know, the cast member who was, you know, playing the Imperial Guard or the First Order Guard. And they definitely were a jerk, which was perfect. You know, it was right. like, get out. And and that's for me, like, I don't know that there will ever be a moment where I don't walk into that room with all the stormtroopers and the wow factor yeah. isn't there for me. I, 100%. I, I just, it's mind blowing. And I think it's nice too, because you are kind of rushed through that room, which is mm-hmm. kind of a good thing in some ways, because it doesn't give you the opportunity to like, it's almost like getting a taste of something and then you've got to keep moving. Yep. And I just, every time that I walk into that room, it just blows my mind. Yeah, I uh, I can totally see there are some c- certain cast members like Emery's saying. I I I compare it to you know like Hogwarts and you know Harry Potter land. How themed a lot of those cast members are too. I think they mm-hmm. run into that same issue where there are certain ones. I do think their theming, like I don't know what they're doing with their cast members, but they do get into it a little bit more there. Um, but I don't know if I've ever had an experience at Rise where I would. I thought the cast members like weren't in theme. It does feel when you uh, are entering the first pre-show area or whatever with Lieutenant Beck and the rebels are like, come on, come on, come on. I did have one where it's like, you can just tell like they're just not into this at all. I've never had Imperial, like the first order Imperial people. I've never had a bad experience with them yet. So like, I haven't run Mm -hmm. into that where I thought it was bad. I do think as a local and someone who goes to the parks all the time, I don't feel that it's worthy like of spending money and having to go on. Mm-hmm. I do. I went with my cousin and his wife. He's never been to Disney before. And we went like two weeks ago. He's a star Wars nut and going with him was the best experience I've ever had on rise of the resistance because you could just like feel he was almost just like speechless. Cause like, I mean, he bought a lightsaber. You could just tell, like, everything was, like, holy crap to him. So <laughs> I think it depends, like, how many times you go to the parks, to be realistic. True, like, true. That, um, because that was the best. Like, I just was watching, like, him the whole time, and my cousin was just, like, having a blast with it. So um, I do think the queue, this is definitely an example, the number one example of, like, Disney World just puts so much focus on, like, queues and stuff. Like, I know it's the same over in Disneyland, but... Um, I love it. I think just how close you get immersed into the scenes where you have these iconic people and these iconic things that you see from movies. And yes, I'm a Star Wars fan. So like, again, Lieutenant Beck, like Admiral Akbar in Star Wars was like one of my boys. He was one of my like my top, top characters of all time. So the fact that I can like go in a ship and I'm standing like a foot from him as he's like guiding it, it's so realistic. Mm-hmm. So cool to me. Same thing when you get up to like the ATATs in the ride and like you're so close. That stormtrooper room, like, holy crap! If I could like like make my bedroom like that, that'd be awesome. Oh. Like, there's so many things that you just get like goosebumps 
there are certain parts animatronics in there we've talked about it before the scrapped great movie ride animatronics like yeah. i can yeah. never get that out of my head when we're in there and i see like finn and he's you know and then even you know the wicked witch of the west you know uh kylo is doing his thing so like those things i i worked at great movie rides so i saw that every day so i can't like unsee it so that's very hard for me so like i almost think the queue and the experience is better than the actual attraction but right the attraction is still very good like being in the the canon room and like there's just so much going on that um it is a top attraction at disney for me it is definitely a top attraction it's a 20 minute experience or whatever however long it is so if you do wait in line you're at least getting enough from your experience where i think this that was worth it i don't know many people that are coming off like i can't believe i waited this long for that like there can't be many people that would ever say that unless they're just trying to find negativity in their life. So um, I love it. I'm a big fan. Um, it's definitely a great attraction. I'm with Emery just being a local. I don't go on it that much to be truthful because I just don't feel like I want to pay and I don't want to wait. So I always usually skip by it, but I respect that. Like I, if I was a local, I would not go on it every yeah. time, just, yeah. but more on the lines of what Foster said, like, I think I've watched Endgame because the final hour of that movie is my favorite thing yeah. ever. Cool. I think I've only watched it in my lifetime five times because I don't want how I feel in that moment to go. Yeah. Away. So like, I agree with Nick, but I also see your guys' point of view. Like I'm not going to, I'm not going to wait in line. Cause you know, I, I get that. So I get it. All good points. All good points. All good. Good. <laughs> yeah. So millennium Falcon smugglers run. I'll just give my two cents. I'm not going to talk as much about that one. I do think, I'm a, the queues are great so like i love being on the falcon i love waiting in there the fact that you can wait in that main room where like the awesome um, yeah like the chess pieces or whatever like that's so cool that you can like take pictures in there and they kind of let you roam around a little bit in there um jumping into the cockpit of the millennium falcon is definitely just like a vibe it's just so cool to like get in there the actual attraction and eh. like i i don't I honestly don't care for the attraction that much. I, yeah. I really don't. I've, I almost think I almost like star tours better. Yeah. Like I honestly do because there's random, um, you know, it's not like if I'm a gunner, all I'm doing is pushing a button, the same button over and over and over and over. And, and I'm not like aiming, right. I'm not doing anything. So like if you're a pilot, I think it's cool. Cause you're, it's very interactive. You get to jump into hyperspeed, all this stuff, which is awesome on the Falcon. I don't know. The the attraction is okay. It's just I don't I'm not gonna wait more than probably thirty minutes for this, twenty minutes. Yeah. If it's yeah. any if it's ever above that, I probably won't be going on. But if it's like twenty minutes, I I would do it. I would the queue line is incredible. I love the queue line. The, my biggest gripe with it is the fact that the gunner, you should have dropped into the gunner cockpit like they do. 100%, man. That is oh. the biggest waste of an opportunity to immerse you even that much more. Even if mm -hmm. the ride was exactly the same, even if it's just a button in front of you, just that little extra bit of detail would have gone a long, long way for me. Like a 360 like gunner thing would just, be so cool. Oh my just like even wheel around and like... Even a 180 gunner, I would have been fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the fact that they didn't go that far into it, just like, oh... But I agree. I the ride itself is it's fun. I think it's a one time every time you go down trip thing for me, maybe depending on the line. It's not that great. The queue line's awesome, but yeah. I'm on it with you. I think it's definitely below Star Tours. 
Star Wars is number two, baby. I think this one will key into like a larger issue with Galaxy's Edge that we'll probably talk about as well. But I think it's just that they chose a storyline that definitely loses. See, I can rewrite Rise and feel fine because it's, it has a wow factor for me. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Walking into the Falcon is so cool. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. But that's just one moment. And so it's like the actual attraction, the storyline, not as people, people aren't familiar with Hondo yeah. as a character. Right. Right. Not, not near to the level that they'd be familiar with BB-8. Han Solo. You know what I mean? Han Solo. Like, and that's, and we'll get into this, I'm sure, but like, that's the price that they paid for sticking with for limiting case. this entire land, you know, during a p- particular time period within the Star mm-hmm. Wars world. But like, if you think about how much better that attraction could have been, if you were riding the Falcon with Chewie and Han Solo, like right. it would, it would take it from an average attraction to give, giving me the wow factor that rise of the resistance does. And so I think it's just unfortunate that it's stuck in with certain characters that people just don't identify with, like, or are not as familiar with it. It just loses that like, wow factor. I yeah. hundred percent. Um, yeah. I love Hondo's voice though. Yeah. I love he's Hondo's cool. Voice. He's very he's cool, such a if, fun character. He's, if you've never seen you don't any know of the, yeah. If you've never seen any of the animated shows, which is most people, most people who have watched all nine star Wars films have right. never watched clone wars a day of their he's life. Uh, they're missing out for sure. But 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 you know that's just the reality of the situation. So the fact that they chose those, I don't know. It's just it's fascinating, like their thought process. So I will say this: I haven't watched all the animation stuff because I still can't get into it. But I reached a point. I think it's in Clone Wars when Hondo kind of comes in or whatever. Or whatever is it? Clone Wars, Rebels, or Rebels? He's in, he's in both. But okay. it would have been in Clone Wars first before Rebels. I think I got to the point where Hondo was like making appearances. I kind of got excited because, like, that, cool. It's a character I kind of know. You know you what I mean? Recognized it, but you. So, you so that was fun to go to but two first and from, then okay. watch it because then you run into at least him. But yeah, right. Yeah, there's like certain characters like no, I'm cool. But okay. just picture like walking into the Falcon and seeing Chewie and Han Solo. Like an animatronic of Han Solo and Chewie would be. I mind would be epic. Even that simple when Chewie does just. Uh, does his sound right before you take oh, yeah. off? It's just like, oh, cool, Chewie. Like everybody Chewy. always has the yeah. same reaction, like Chewie. Gosh, can oh, you imagine if you like walked around the corner and Hanso? There's an animatronic of Hanso, and he's like, Chewie, they're home. I would be a bucket oh, on the floor. Like that would be cool. <laughs> Chewie, they're home. They're home. Well, I'm done. <laughs> I don't have to do anything. <laughs> this was worth it. Classic. <laughs> Well, have you ever done Chewbacca mode? They have Chewbacca mode. I think we activated it once. Yes, yeah, but it's very is, tough to do, though, I think. It is It is very tough to do. Um, but, like, I think, you know, I agree with what you're saying. Like, the storyline that they chose isn't the most interesting. I like how they do have that hidden feature. So, like, if you really wanted to change it up, you could do that. But I wish that the story would change. Like, I wish they would have taken a page from Star Tours and been like, okay, let's follow this similar storyline, but keep it changing. Um, But the one thing that I do think is really cool um, and that, like, I always appreciate when they do stuff like this. But, like, depending on when you ride the Falcon, 
it will take place at different points in the day. Mm. So like if you go like yeah. in the morning, like it'll be daylight when you go ride, like it won't be your mission taking cool. place at nighttime. Like that wouldn't make any sense. Uh, which I do appreciate. Like, I think that's at least cool. Like I like how they paid attention to that point. Um, but yeah, I agree. Like the rewriting is like, it's not something I'm going to want to ride all the time, especially when you are paired with like random people like oh, that yeah. can make or break how it goes too. like, mm-hmm. if you're not the pilot, but yeah, I don't know. Chewbacca mode school though. That's, that's one thing to at least make it kind of different if you can activate it. Yeah. Google it. If you've never heard of Chewbacca mode on Millennium Falcon, or if you ask a cast member when they're like loading into the cockpit, not all of them will maybe help you, but we have, We've had it before where we asked and they've yeah. tried to like explain it before you go on and you just have to push like certain buttons and do all this. Um, it's very difficult. I remember the one time the cast member helped us. I think I was with the gang actually, and we failed. We did not get it, <laughs> which sucked, but oh well. Um, all right. So overall, Millennium Falcon, some good vibes, some bad vibes. I think that's pretty fair to say for all those. So According to Emory, there's bad vibes over at Rise too, but yeah, right. it's it's still <laughs> a good attraction. <laughs> there is value in like how long you have to wait for an attraction to compared yes. to like what the actual attraction is. So a line can like take out your thoughts as far as what you actually think of an attraction. AKA yeah. Peter Pan always. Peter uh, Pan. I would never uh, like Jared Peter said, Pan. I would never wait much. Like we got sorry, side note, but we went to Hollywood Studios, Luke and I did um on saturday morning and smugglers run was at a 135 minute wait like no way no way that's over two hours for that attraction that is where someone would walk off if they were not a massive star wars fan they would absolutely walk off and be like why did i wait two hours for that i agree and the the other day rise was over like a six hour wait i was like why why see me i love rise but i would never in my life no that's your entire day. day the first day that I wrote it, I would have waited six hours. Totally would have waited. Oof, no, but <laughs> no, first day, first time riding it, yes, absolutely. Oh yeah, I went opening day and fully was prepared to wait like eight hours. I was That's fine. With it. I'm like, here we go, baby. Brutal. Work shift. We got oh. this. <laughs> Dang it. Um, oh, all right, let's talk about. Um, you know, let's just get into merch real quick. I, the, I think. Okay, so you have a lot of different places you can get merchandise here. I'm not a merchandise expert. This might be more for for Nick and Emery, probably. Um, But they do have some really cool places in here. Compared to other lands, I think this is definitely more um, adventurous when it comes to merchandise. Like Some of these shops I'll actually go in and enjoy, um, which is very rare to say at Disney. So uh, they have Doc Ondars. They have Black Spire Outfitters, First Order Cargo, Resistance Supply, Creature Stall, Toy Darian, uh, Toy Maker, obviously Savi's Workshop, where you can build lightsabers, and Droid Depot, where you can build droids. Mm-hmm. So a ton of different options. So overall thoughts as far as the merchandise here. Um, I know for me personally, I'm not going to have much to say because I don't really buy anything ever at Disney. So unless I really, really need it. Um, I'm just going to say this is, it, it's among the coolest shops. It actually probably is for with a land the coolest shops that I'll find on property as far as merchandise goes, it's very expensive. That's like my thing. And especially if you want to get like one of those popular items, like a lightsaber or a droid, just know it does come with a hefty price. Um, But they at least have a lot to see in there too. So if I'm with Nick or Emery or whoever, and they're doing their shopping thing, 
I can look <laughs> around. I know like Doc Ondar's, especially like there's animatronics, there's like cool like character, like you know, characters and things hanging from the wall that are from the movies. So it's so cool to like actually like sightsee in there more. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What do y'all think of the merch in Galaxy's Edge? So since I don't really have much to say other than the lightsaber thing, worth the experience, not worth the saber. I'm a big sabers guy, and their saber is a piece of junk. But the experience oh. is absolutely breathtakingly perfect, wonderful. But mm-hmm. that's cool. I'm not a big. I don't like. I'm kind of like Jared. I don't buy merch in the parks. It's too expensive. But it is pretty dang cool to look at. They do a pretty good job of keeping you, keeping your eye. They really catch your eye. Very good job. But I was gonna awesome. say that with the droids and the lightsabers like they are pricey but you are definitely paying also for the experience 100 mm-hmm. yeah it's almost like i mean this is a weird comparison but it's almost like character dining like the food is okay mm-hmm. it's good but you're also paying for the experience of character yeah. dining that's why you're mm-hmm. paying more and like we did we were blessed right after the parks opened um reopened with the pandemic they were doing really good deals on the droids. I think they were allowing us to use our AP discounts and our AP discounts were increased a lot right afterwards. Nice. So we built a droid for Luke and it was such a cool experience. Like it was so much fun. That's cool. I didn't, know, I didn't know that they it. had a good experience there too. I thought it was kind of like, yeah, stuff move on. I didn't know. No, no, no. It's like, it's like a thing. Like you, you activate your droid That's and cool. you put, you assemble it, you piece it together. It's it's like a whole process similar to what the lightsaber experience is like. And your sister works there. Yeah. Didn't oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, See, um, I I felt like our droid experience was slightly rushed. Um, it was still a good experience, but like the person that was doing it with us was also like taking care of like five other people. So well, like I didn't bummer. feel like anybody was like really well, like granted, paying this attention. Was, this True. was after the parks reopened as well, right after the pandemic. So the parks were not it's, nearly as yeah. busy. Um, and I even think that they were spacing us out at our little stations as well. Yeah. So it was nothing like what the parks are like now yeah. by mm-hmm. any means, but but I, I still it's I love it. It's definitely fun. Yeah, I love it. I, I I do agree with you, Jared. I think that the merch in Galaxy's Edge is the shops are themed so well. I was thinking about it as you were starting to speak because there is a lot of Star Wars merch that never makes it into Galaxy's Edge. It's all located at that first Star Wars shop that's like right off of Hollywood Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's Hollywood Boulevard. No, maybe not. Anyways, um, so it's it's right at the entrance of the park. There's a Star Wars shop there. Yeah. But um, I, so the merch that's there is actually merch that I prefer over the merch that's in Galaxy's Edge. Like, I like the new mm. themed Star Wars stuff. That being said, it makes sense that they don't put that merchandise in Galaxy's Edge because it's definitely more commercialized. Whereas I feel like the stuff that's in Galaxy's Edge makes more sense to the storyline of the land. Right. Yeah. And the fact that they even pay attention to that in detail and they're not just like throwing merchandise everywhere in that land, I appreciate it. You know, I, I think it's it's wise how they do it. It is pricier. Like even the little stuffed animals are so pricey yeah. in Galaxy's Edge, but they're so cool looking. Like they look themed to a marketplace on a random planet that someone just like handcrafted those things you know like i I don't know it's it it adds to the immersive experience of that land the merchandise does that's true i think 
that's a I've never honestly thought about it like that. But yeah, they don't have like Star Wars shirts. It's all like themed like first right. order. It's either Rebels, Galaxies like it'll say creatures. the two or yeah. yeah Everything so that's is the themed. Point. Yeah, even like over near where the the uh, Kylo Ren ship is all of the like stormtrooper stuff yeah. exists over there and all yeah. of the first order stuff like they it's so brilliant how they like piece that merchandise to like mm-hmm. its respective area yeah it's definitely more catered for star wars fans that i think like the stuff like the creature shop that's there i think mm-hmm. i've always kind of like hopped in just hoping there's like a creature that i really love from star wars because i'm like i might buy it even though it's a little more pricey like how cool i think do they still have the the job of the hut, the little laughing guy. I forget we were talking about so. him in one episode. Like I love him, so I need to. I need to maybe see if I can get him. Yeah, and that's like the other the thing too. Is thing. Like, like, like that's kind of cool. Yes, and that's the other thing is that the merchandise locations, like you mentioned, with with what's exists where the lightsabers are, but even just in that marketplace, like there's so yeah. many details to like pay attention to that like they exist like up in the rafters, you know, and like everywhere, like everywhere where you look you're seeing easter eggs and right and star wars details it's it's so good i love yeah. it i will say that there there is um the black spire outfitters i believe that particular stall that one does kind of take me out of the theme a little bit though because that's where you're gonna find like black spire trucker hats and black spire ornaments and things like that and like realistically thinking about it like if you're living on batu you're not going to be buying a black spire christmas ornament and like um over at tordarian toy makers like they have like a maz doll and things like that um like i guess maz would kind of be known but like maz doesn't even live on that planet it's like it some things don't really make sense i think they did do a good job overall but there are some things where i'm kind of like if you were really on batu like thinking about it in a very critical way like because they did go so far as to not let anything Star Wars branded onto that planet. Right. It's kind of like, why would they allow these things? Yeah. Um, I mean, they still money. have to make money. They still have to make their money. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Sure. No, but I get what you're saying. I also think, though, too, like, Those are there real. are visitors at in Batu and they want Batu souvenirs, you know? I don't know. Like, yeah. when I go to a new place, I buy an ornament from that place. Like, when I go... To New York City, I buy a New York City ornament. You know, like not to compare. Yeah, like technically, we're all like tourists on Batu. So yeah, right. But like, think about what Batu is. Yeah, like I get. There's not many trucker hats in Star Wars for sure, but like, but you know, yeah. At least they say like Black Spire because that's the name of the place. But if it said like Star Wars, then it doesn't even say Galaxy's Edge on it. No, no, no. It just says. I guess like. Yeah, I don't know. I think, like, my thing is, like, if you think about, like, what Batu is, like, before hyperspace was invented, it was used as a place for people to stop and refuel. And now it's just in ruins. Everybody's kind of moved out. Like, there's no real reason to be visiting Batu. Like, why, why would I buy a souvenir from some random city in the middle of the desert in Utah? Or whatever. Like, I don't know. I don't know what Utah's climate is like. But, like, just for an example. Like, There's thinking about it. Towns. There's historic Listen, I don't hate on Batu, although I'm, I'm fine not, with them I'm getting not, rid of Batu altogether. So. Yeah. I'm just thinking really <laughs> critically about it. I think they did a very good job. But to me, there are certain things like that take me out of the story. And I just feel like we're like half in the story, half not in the story. And I wish they would just like pick almost. Yeah. 
when well, I like, say I would get rid of Batu altogether, I saw Mark's reaction to that. So <laughs> I, I don't mean get rid of Galaxy's Edge. I mean get rid of this. This, and we'll talk about this. I'm sure. It's but get rid story. of the storyline yeah. of Batu. Okay, yeah. good. We're yeah. on the same page. About yeah. the There's just so no. many, so many things. When you say get rid of Galaxy's Edge, I about no, 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 no. Uh, I want Star Wars Land, but I want it so different. I know. I'm on. I'm on the fence with it. I like. I don't mind it, but anyway. All right, so merchandise really cool. Uh, I my so my cousin got the lightsaber. Um, he could not get into Savi's. So if you're looking to just buy one of the the what is it the legend like the legacy saber legacy sabers those are still very expensive and not quite the experience. So when we're saying it's the experience, it's Savi's workshop we're talking about, mm-hmm. not going into Doc Ondar's and oh. buying. Um, but Doc Ondar's is so cool. It's a cool shop, but it's not the experience. So like yeah. that one. So my cousin bought Luke's lightsaber. He just, as a fan, like Luke was always his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll never, so he came, he got home and he has like a downstairs man cave sort of thing. And he has it like under his um, TV. And he took a picture the, the next day after he got home he had the lightsaber on and he just kind of like, he said he like kind of just had it in his hand and he just like smacked it on his hand. Um, just to like hear the noise and it, the light went out in the middle of the lightsaber. Like it was on in the top, on in the bottom, but like right where he hit it, like the whole thing went out and he was like, are you freaking kidding me? That's unfortunate. So like, I don't Those things happened. He did. Um, I think he called or emailed Disney. They, they sent him a new one like right away. So um, there is that, like they'll take care of you for that. Uh, but just know that is a thing. It's it's almost more bought just as like a piece to hang up or put in a room. I feel like a decorative piece more than anything. Yeah. Um, the droids I haven't really used, but yeah, two hundred fifty bucks for a lightsaber. They did just increase the price of that up twenty more bucks. So Perfect. it's it's super expensive. My my knock on it, they don't have. I would get a legacy lightsaber if they had Mace Windu's. They don't. My boy Mace. I wish they had the purple. Let's go, but. Maybe someday, Disney, if you're listening, please get Mace Windu's. Disney, if you're I'll listening, buy it. Oh God, but I got you. So I'm not gonna lie, Mace Windu has some pretty. He had some pretty dope lights. Pretty even though he sucks as a Jedi, but I okay. like it. All right, you know, <laughs> that's very negative. That's my oh. boy. Um, all right, wait, Emery, when you went, did you get a BB unit or an R2 unit? Uh, we did like an R6. Like it's an okay. R2 unit, but it's like the short one. Okay, nice. Interesting. Yeah. So curious. Um, okay, so that's merch. Um, let's go into food and beverage. Really kind of the other main topic as far as any land goes. Uh, love my food, love my drinks, doing all that stuff. So um, how do you feel overall? There's some great options here, I feel. Um, but I want to hear your thoughts first I mean, on like the restaurants, the quick service, Nick, the beverages. I mean, what's that coffee with the little things on the inside? What is that? The cocoa puffs, yeah. The, the space coffee. What is it actually called? I Whatever that is. Is that still there? Yeah. Yeah. At Disney World. Yeah. Yeah, I had I it the other day. Oh I don't gosh. like to brag, but I consider myself a coffee expert. Okay. Just look. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. When I had it in my hand, I'm like, okay, I this is what I would drink in Batu. Mm-hmm. If it was coffee, it looked it. Holy crap, did it not taste it? It was like watered down coffee. Oh, so you hated it. You, oh, it was awful. It was terrible coffee. I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is dreadful. But yeah, the look- it's, it's not 
good coffee at all. It's called the the cold blue cold brew black calf. Um I it's interesting because that most influencers, most Disney influencers, like they rave about they rave this coffee. So hard. And it's when I tried it, I tried it for the first time in Hollywood Studios and I, I didn't love it at all. And then I had it a second time and I didn't love it at all. And everyone was like, you got to try it at Disneyland. It's so much better there. Tried it at Disneyland. Didn't love oh, it. I was so I, bummed for you because you yeah, were so excited. I was so excited. That. And then I was just like, okay, this tastes the exact same that it does in Hollywood Studios. I I'm, I like some Joffrey's coffee, but I'm a Starbucks over Joffrey's kind of guy. And it's made with Star or Joffrey's cold brew, I think, um, which is why it's not my favorite. Um, I did have it the other day on Saturday. I ordered it with no ice and extra cream, and it was the best that I have had it. Mm. It was. It tasted actually so good that I would definitely order it that way again, hoping for the same. Interesting. Result. Yeah. So, um, but if you had asked me whether or not I was going to get it again before that, I would have said probably not. The only thing that I like about it is that there's not coffee. Like you have to walk a little ways to get to coffee from Galaxy's Edge, so I appreciate that when I want coffee, it's there in Galaxy's Edge yeah, for yeah. me. True, and I'll I'll sacrifice as an exhausted father. I'll sacrifice like taste Just for caffeine, caffeine often, and I know that probably <laughs> makes Mark sad. But it's the truth. Like sometimes you just hey, need a caffeine Listen, jolt. Dude, Captain Coffee is all about the experience, baby. It brings you good experience. <laughs> there, it all I care about. there it is. I need to just brew my Captain Coffee and bring it to the park with me. Oh, yeah. There you go. Get a meeting with Disney. Maybe you can uh, Tommy, get coffee I'm, in the parks. I'm gonna make it. Joffrey's is out. Captain <laughs> Coffee's my ear I'm coming for you. <laughs> you can get it at the co-op. There you go. Ooh. Um, no, actually, so in Disneyland, I was going to try this because I. Again, influencers were all raving about it. Uh, Nick mentioned it as well. So I actually went the first day I was in Disneyland and I thought I was getting the Cocoa Puff one. And there's another like sweet cream one or it's like a cold cold brew with like cream cheese, uh, just, yeah, with sweet cream, whatever it is. That doesn't cream have the cheese. Cocoa Puffs. Cream Ew, bro. I don't I, think it's no, cream I'll cheese. I bet you that'd be good. Uh, cream cheese is bro. No. I'm a big cream cheese guy. Ooh. So, no, it's like a sweet cream, and it's it's almost just – I'm finding that the best way for me to drink coffee is, like, the pumpkin cream cold brew at, like, Starbucks. And I like when there's, like, the level of cream on the top, and it just kind of, like, seeps into the cold brew, and then it, like, tastes better and better as it go. Whatever that one was without the Cocoa Puff things, I enjoyed it so much more than that Cocoa Puff one that I tried. Mm. So – Making a mistake, I actually discovered that that, that yeah, was actually bad. That I didn't try. Interesting. That one. Yeah. It's interesting too that they came out with another one, considering how much hype mm -hmm. uh, the cold brew black calf has. Because you would think that they would be like, "Okay, cool. Well, they love it." So maybe someone tried it and was like, "This isn't great. Let's yeah, do this better." <laughs> you know, another so. option here. Um, so that one was good, but yeah. So the coffee option is there. Mm -hmm. um, I. So here, uh, breakfast, I, I'm a breakfast Ronald wrap guy. Like I yeah. need my breakfast Ronald wrap. Every time yep. I'm going to studios, rope drop. 10 out of 10. I don't go anywhere else for breakfast. It's like when we get to G Galaxy's Edge, I need my breakfast Ronald wrap. So that is one thing that is like a must for me when I go. I think it's only like 12 or 13 bucks, which for Disney is not that bad. It's got a good amount of food, great taste. 
I like it better than the lunch and dinner one that they do, the rental wrap. I don't know what that's called, but um, I like the breakfast one better. That is just like a go-to. The sauce on that is there's something just, oh, love it. So good. So good. I agree. All in the sauce. All in the sauce. Um, But they have the milk stand there. They, uh, again, Ronald Roasters has, okay, this was a discovery for me. So last time I went with my cousin, I got my Ronald wrap. They have Andoan fruit. I don't know if you've ever gotten this there. It's just a cup. It's just like a plastic cup of, what is it? Cucumber, melon, dragon fruit, um, and then something else, something, some other type of fruit. But it's got like this sauce on it that's almost like a, it's not like a chili sauce. I think they call it tamarind sauce, which I don't even know what the heck that is. But it's got like a little spice to it. And you just eat like these little like French fry looking, you know, different types of fruits. It's only like six bucks. It's so good. Like refreshing as heck on a hot day. I don't think I've so, ever had that. I usually oh. dragon fruit. Like I'm out on dragon fruit. I've never had it. And it actually wasn't that bad. It looks weird. It looks weird, but it actually That's was so good. Like a cool little cup for like six bucks. And it's, it's fun looking something you would never eat. Like at home. I'd try it. That's at Ronto Roasters. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, check it out. For anybody that doesn't know, Ronto Roasters is the little stand that's attached to the marketplace where the droid mm-hmm. is like working his machine and like yeah. carving the meat, roasting meat roasting, yeah. under yeah. the pod racer jet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love well, that. And that actually closes like, uh, like in three. The, yeah, in the afternoon. So if you do want a Ronto wrap and oh. you notice that that place is closed and it's past three o'clock or I think it's mm-hmm. three, yeah. Um, you can get your Ronto wrap from Docking Bay 7. Perfect. Which I'm sure you probably were just about to bring up as well. Here. So we can Docking bring up Docking Bay 7, more like a um, adventurous foods a little bit when it comes to, it's almost like Asian inspired food, I think, kind of. It's got like a no. lot of like, <laughs> well, maybe not. It's got like There's ribs. like pasta. <laughs> it does have like ribs, rice. Yeah, it's, it's just, I don't think there's a way to like, yeah. it's batu. Like, I don't think there's a way to like, because there's also fried chicken, so that sounds. But they do it weird. They do it in like a block. Like right. it looks weird. I don't think it's, it's like, inspired yeah. by. I think it's just like out of this world for sure. Like I don't think it's like yeah. it's inspired by any particular place. It's just. It different. is so good though. It is very yeah. expensive. Very expensive. Pricey, but it is my favorite quick service restaurant at Walt Disney World. The food there. Whoa! Yeah, that's bold. That's wow. bold. I've never I had the stand- food there. I don't. I don't think that's bold. I think. I think Foster's standing on some holy ground right there. I like that. <laughs> Dang. I do. I love the food there so much. Like I said, it is definitely pricey, but there is just and they actually changed their menu several months ago, which I was really bummed on. But when they brought the new food out, I loved it just the same. It is so good. Yeah. Um, Interesting. I struggle choosing between a Ronto wrap sometimes because I do like the lunch and dinner Ronto wraps. Uh, also, side note, if you ever get one of those, add barbecue sauce to it. It is delicious. Um, but I struggle between choosing between a Ronto wrap or eating food at Docking Bay 7 because I love mm. it that much. It's just, I don't know, to me, it's like, I've discovered this too in visiting Universal and eating at both the Leaky Cauldron and Three Broomsticks. Ass. I want, no, I love those places. <laughs> I want... <laughs> No, I at a, it's it's weird because at a theme park I don't want theme park food. Like I want food that has like sustenance to it and that right. 
I don't know that it just has more flavor. Like I yeah. get so tired of eating the same, like, Oh burger good. We have another burger fries. or another hot dog. <laughs> yeah. Like, Oh, I can't do it. So when I can get like steamed or stir fried vegetables with like meat. Oh my gosh. I love it so much. It is so good. Mm. Yeah. I uh, will say, Oh, sorry. Also, if you're not that hungry, I love the popcorn in the marketplace. It's yes. so good. Like, I don't know what they put in that popcorn, but it is absolutely addicting. So, like, if you ever want a snack in Batu, like, not a full meal or anything like that, the popcorn in the marketplace, 10 out of 10. Never Are you talking about absolutely. just the blue popcorn or, like, the um All the one that has, like, spice to it? The the Batu and spice popcorn is really good. I like them both, but usually I will get the Batu and spice popcorn. Yeah, so really prepare good. yourselves for that. Like, it's not going to be, like, normal it's not regular popcorn, popcorn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. definitely it has a distinct flavor to it but i agree it's delicious and try that. that popcorn stand is where you can also get the cold brew coffee not a lot of people know where it's yeah. at because it is a little hidden so yeah um okay andrew sent me some notes and i i should have been reading these as a, i'm just going to quickly fly through these he did say ribs and mac is is there mac and cheese at yeah okay so he loves yeah. that apparently loves ribs and mac <laughs> Um, he did say Millennium Falcon is subpar, really just a more interactive mission space, green version slash rise, a very impressive e-ticket attraction. All can enjoy. He, and then he said the merch is lackluster. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, that's all for now. Uh, but yeah, so overall, I think the food is fun uh, for those that enjoy alcoholic beverages we do have olga's cantina which is one of the better themed bars that you'll find it's very chaotic in there when you go in it's very congested you usually stand at little tables uh, that are with other people so Mm -hmm. if you're with like a party of two you're usually with like three other parties of two at this like small little table and but i don't mind it you can make friends and really have fun with it and stuff but some people who are maybe not as adventurous when it comes to talking to random people that might be a little uncomfortable for them. They do have large booths for large um, groups. Uh, It can be very hard to get a reservation there sometimes, but it doesn't hurt to maybe go up to the window. Nick, you proved this. Uh, The one time we went, he just went up and they were able to get us in, which was really cool, but never hurts to ask. uh, Fuzzy Tauntaun. Love it. Top drink. It is super expensive though. I, I, you say this for all drinks. I think all alcoholic beverages, if you're looking for like a cocktail, it's really kind of sad at this point that, I mean, you're spending like 18 bucks for a, a mixed drink. Um, so that's a little unfortunate. So it's hard to say it's worth the price, but I think Oga's is worth the price. You're again paying for an experience. So if you're getting a beverage right. with it, now you're, it makes kind of sense that you're, you're getting this whole experience. And th- that is one place where I feel like the cast members actually really enjoy their job. Like they are very well themed. They're really funny when they bring you in, they do some jokes and, and all that. And DJ Rex is a top animatronic for me. I still, this is my one ask for Disney. And this is actually, this will fall under a question that I'll ask at the end, but um, I really want Disney. If there is a way to create like merch where you could have like a DJ Rex that like when you play music, he's like connected and he can like DJ in your room while you're jamming out to music. That would be cool. Cool. That's all I want. And I would buy <laughs> I'll, if it's $500 Disney, I'll buy it. Damn. 
I, I love DJ Rex. Also, side note too, you don't have to drink alcohol when you go to Ogas. Good and point. there are drinks. There are drinks that don't have it, but are also themed well. Like they they had one, I don't remember what it's called. Um, but I, I ordered it and it like was fizzing and they put like gel candy in it. I don't know. There's a lot of different options in there that I've taken. Mm-hmm. I've taken the boys in there. Yeah, there's kids. drinks. It's yeah. friendly for sure. For sure. The only thing, it's so bizarre to me because I am 100% extroverted. I love talking to people. I love meeting new people. I never meet a stranger. It drives my introverted wife crazy sometimes because I will talk to literally anyone. Amen. <laughs> I... I get so like I don't want to say overwhelmed, but just like overstimulated. Maybe, yeah, in August that I don't enjoy the experience as much. Like I've gone before where it was a little bit more of a chill night and I got to like sit there and I wasn't around a lot of people and I enjoyed it so much more because I felt right. like I could take in the details more. But they really cram people into those tables. Like and I I hate it. Like when it's packed like that, I avoid it at all costs. If I'm sitting in one of the booths that are kind of lined around the the bar, they put like they'll put three parties. I feel like at one of those booths. They do. Yeah, they will. Yeah, and it's just like I don't know when I'm such an extrovert, but when it comes to moments like that where I want to just kind of like sit back and chill and relax, like there are definitely times where I feel like, okay, I just want to turn off right now. And I guess it's the extrovert in me that doesn't allow myself to turn off. I feel like I have to like talk to the people around Mm -hmm. me, which I probably don't. That's terrible self expectations, but um, I don't know. It just overwhelms me and I I'm out on it. Like, especially too, if I have the boys with me, it's like, there's so much going on and I'm trying to keep track of them and I'm trying to make sure that they can see things because people are towering over them and they can't see anything. So I'm having to like pick them up. If we're standing at the bar, they can't see over the bar. Like they have no clue what's going on. So I don't know. Sometimes I do think it gets a little too crowded where I'm like, just let, let less people in here. I know that that sucks because it, you know, it's, it doesn't give as many people the opportunity to go experience it. But I think that it would take away from the experience um, by how packed it gets. Yeah. I also agree. And I think they, they also have like the 45 minute rule. Um, I think they're still doing that at least. And yeah. like, I, I don't think like whenever I go, I necessarily, I don't think I necessarily feel rushed because of that, but like, it's always in the back of my mind. Like, okay, like we have to enjoy it, but we can only enjoy it for a certain amount of time. Like when you walk into a restaurant, you don't want like the first thing that they say to you is like, okay, you have to eat quickly. You know, right. like you don't want to have to keep that in your mind and not that they rush you, but like, that's certainly like something they that they do enforce. Yeah, yeah, they turn it over very quickly. I will say one note about Ogas that is absolutely incredible are the coasters. I love the coasters <laughs> at Ogas so much. I I asked if I could have an extra one once because I wanted to keep it, and the cast member gave me every single coaster that was available. That's like cool. they were like, that's funny. Yeah, it was a cool little moment, and they're so cool. Like I wish that they would make those coasters, like ceramic so that i can buy them and use them around my house they're amazing anyways side yeah note. uh definitely very loud i yeah i've never felt pressured with the 45 minute thing i think too just with the drinks being so expensive and there's not like i don't know yeah i i just i never have i think the one time we came with our our team trip we all went there and it was so much fun to have like everybody together and just like so much fun i think we all had two drinks there and we still it wasn't like they were coming by and like hey you gotta go so you're right. I, I just think the drinks are so expensive that I don't even want to spend more than 45 minutes there because I know I'll be spending like a hundred bucks at the end of it. 
So, um, but I do love it. It is loud. Yeah. It is a little chaotic. It's not my favorite bar in the world, but it is definitely an experience. I think if you can get in there, it's worth maybe doing that. And for the kids, there are foods. There's like some, you know, small foods. They have like a, I think a charcuterie board thing. They had like the little <laughs> jello thing with like weird yeah. stuff in it. So like, those are fun. Those are fun to try at least once. The charcuterie yeah. board, it's very pricey, but so are yeah. charcuterie boards in general. So yeah. Um, it's very cool though. Cool. It is fun. Yeah. It is fun. It's you a cool can get experience. a reservation. Highly recommend trying to get reservations in advance if you can. Uh, so there's that. And then the last thing I just want to mention was like the milk stand. I think that's always so popular. I the don't classic. think it's really necessarily worth it. But ch- I mean, it's good though. Like it's, it's just a drink. It's always it's fun like, to say like, I drank the blue. Milk. Yeah. Um, you have to drink blue milk. Or if you've green never milk drank. if you want to yeah. do that. Which I'm a blue milk guy. The what blue, are you guys? Green blue or milk? Blue, blue baby. With green milk. With yeah. green oh my milk. god, Emery, you're just not setting this no, up. No, no. Emery Star also Wars. hates Obi Wan Kenobi, so like her opinion on everything here <laughs> no, is just wait. No, I'm the hell out. Wait, no, no. <laughs> I should not have gotten Mark started on. Wait that. a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. No, I'm, I'm asking. The no, question. no, no, Mark. We can't go there. We can't go there. <laughs> but yeah, she not even the show. She hates the character. I Obi-Wan. won't even watch the, the show. No, no, no. Dude, you'll get into it. I knew that was gonna argument. set Mark off. I knew it. I knew that was gonna set him I off. I promise. Don't it's not worth your time right now. <laughs> we can talk about it later. We can talk about it later. No, this is what I've run into. I green milk. I I think I agree with green milk, and then but if you're putting booze in it, blue milk. Because it's got rum, not tequila. If you're a tequila fan, green. Such a pirate. I, I love think- <laughs> blue milk. I love the I love the blue milk. And I made it at home. I like tried to use ingredients that were similar. It wasn't quite the same, but uh. <laughs> making it made me have even more of an appreciation for it. So interesting. I, I, I definitely used to be a blue milk fan, but I'm green now. I don't know what changed, but I definitely prefer green more now. But it is what? dairy free. Yeah. Yeah. It's good All stuff. Right. Love it. Um last but not least, and this one can be quick. The characters, the meet and greets, the shows, whatever it is. How do you feel about that in Galaxy's Edge? Underwhelming. Underwhelming, so Mark. Yeah. Okay. Underwhelming for, in Walt Disney World. Underwhelming at Walt Disney World, not at Disneyland. Okay. So that's definitely why yeah, under like, Mark. Just like when you think of Star Wars, like I want to see stormtroopers pretty much all over the place, especially yeah. if that's the if that's the time period. If we know that they're taking over, I and even if it's as small as seeing the person that's dressed up as Ray or someone that wants to be Finn or Poe, whatever, right. they do, have them sneaking around, just like they don't even have to interact. A five minute sneak out, like even if no one sees them, just like there's those little details sneaking around. Like if they want to stick with the theming, stick with the theming. You shouldn't be getting yeah. pictures with the main characters because they're it's being been taken over by the first order am i correct is that correct Correct. did you did you kind of did you go to galaxy's edge before the pandemic i was gonna say no i did not okay because before the pandemic it used to be so much more interactive i feel Mm -hmm. like i feel like i saw characters around galaxy's edge so much more and obviously like it took a while for things to come back and everything was, you know, slow, but now I feel like we're back. So like, where are you at? You know, like, I don't know. I just, there's no reason to not see stormtroopers. You know what I mean? Like, right. Well, I mean now, like I, I stand on Batu for 
about four hours every other day. So I do a lot of people <laughs> watching and entertainment watching. Um, but I will say, as of right now, like what I have seen recently, at least, is Vi. I don't know who she is or like how she's connected to Star Wars. I always see her sneaking around, but yeah. nobody knows who she is. Um, so everybody uh, sees, yeah, everybody sees this girl Vi. I literally don't know who she is, and they think she's just some random girl like right. wandering creepily around, sneaking around backstage. Yeah, so, I don't so think that like, she, I think she was created for Galaxy's Edge. Like I don't right. think that she's anyone in she's any. Not of the tied shows in and, and, But that's my thing. Like if you can create this new character and have, because I always see her. Um, if you can have her back, why can't we have other people back? Yeah. And like the stormtroopers, like um, I usually will see them patrolling, uh, but it's not often. Like the other day I was there, I didn't see them at all. So it's not even guaranteed that it'll happen every day, but usually I'll see them um, more often than not. But the, the real kicker is the like the first order area where they have like Kylo's like X-Wing or whatever he has there. Um, they have that stage. And people will stand there I for know. hours thinking that something is going to happen. They need to either have Kylo do those, like, because he'll sometimes come up and survey the area. But that's, like, once a week because they don't have the staffing. They don't do it regularly. But people know that sometimes he's up there. So then they're, they're wasting so much time literally just standing there. And then they so get frustrated sad. that they've been standing there. Like, I just feel like they either need to commit or they need to make an announcement. Hi, just so you know, nothing's going to be happening. Yeah, like, yeah. there should be cast members communicating that to people. It's like, Kylo Ren walks around Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland. Like, right. Yeah. And he used to in pre-pandemic. And I know there's staffing issues, and I get that. I totally understand all of that. But it's like, when they are there, when there is a character there it still is not what they're having in right. Disneyland. Right. It is the guess, though, to, like, half the battles, the guess of how crazy we are in Disney World compared to Disneyland guests. So, like, the monsoons of people, and we've talked about this with, like, the, yeah. the, the character experience of them being able to walk around and actually, like, interact and be fun with each other, where ours is very take a picture, sign my book, let's go. Yeah. I just like, feel like caring much for the characters. We don't, don't even know. get that. We don't even get that in Galaxy's right. Edge. So, and and my thing is, is that they did walk around before the pandemic. Right. Like, and, and the other thing is, is that if there's going to be a character at Walt Disney World that people are not going to ambush out of an intimidated intimidation factor, it's Kylo Ren. Like, he is intimidating. Yeah, they're actually going to maybe watch park. him and yeah, like he could absolutely be someone who looks at a guest and says, like, back off. And yep. like it's totally appropriate and in character for him to do that. So it's just yeah. Right. I don't know. I just don't get it. it I, is. I went to Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland for like 20 minutes and saw more characters there than I've seen for months at Walt yeah. Disney World. Right. It's really it's, sad. It, it really is, is unfortunate. And it's, it's funny like, you mentioned the Kylo thing because when I when I was with my cousin and his wife, we we did that. We got our milk and then we like sat there for 10 minutes because so many people were on the stage that we were like I was there. like, dude, I know like Kylo comes out, it'd be cool for you to see this. And after 10 minutes, we were like, I was like, dude, I honestly don't think there's anything going on. I think like this is all just people hoping that he comes out, but maybe it's not. And we left. And that's good to hear that like. Because I, I know that used to be a thing. Like, he comes out and, like, it's really cool and he does, like, talks to him. But maybe they don't do that much anymore. Because, like, that he sucks does. Right. Leave, so. He, 
he randomly does, which is hard for people because like there it and like, you know, he's the Supreme Leader. Of course, there's not going to be a set schedule, but like there should also be a semi semi like idea of what's going to yeah. be going on. In like just so hour. the people aren't wasting their time, like standing there for if forever. It's, if it's not Kylo Ren, at least throw Stormtroopers. Something. Like, the general could come out. used like, to be everywhere at Galaxy's Edge. Even when the park reopened, I remember seeing Stormtroopers like line up like on random tall spaces and being like, how the heck did those cast members even right. get up there right now? But yeah, I don't know. Just could be so mean, much more. Yeah. To go along with the story, they should be there. Like realistically, right. if you're thinking about if what's happening right now on Batu, they're under that first order. Like first order has taken over. How is first order going to take over if there's no stormtroopers? If that's, Kylo's not even there. It's like, split, right? I mean, you have your first order side, you have kind of like right. your rebels side, and then you have like, like the between stuff. Like right. yes, in the first order area, like have some stormtroopers and Kylo maybe walking around or whoever it may be. Like, um, and same thing with the rebel it. side. What do you got, Mark? I understand the Kylo thing because that's a little bit more like the, he actually has to like interact verbally sometimes with the the fans. You know, I get that. But for me, it's the little things like, again, because I'm a child at heart and I will never grow up. Just seeing a stormtrooper walk down the street mm. in that too makes right. me geek. All you have to do is walk from one end to the other and you're done. Yeah, cool. literally, literally. A couple I'm smack sad. talks to some people investigating so them. Good. Like they have those pre-recorded things then, like that, like I said, it's just cool. Strategically take Chewie, you know, Ray, and have them just pop their heads up. Yeah, looking. They shouldn't be walking out in the public if they're staying up with the with the, the theming of the park. But like, have them creep around. Have them like exactly take a picture. Say, quick, let's take a picture for the first order. Like, keep that engaged. Keep that engagement going. That way. Crowds don't come around them because they're trying to stay with the story. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just little things I, like that yeah. would be that would really help me feel a little bit more immersed in the Star Wars or Galaxy's Edge. That's all. Could yeah. the opening of Star Cruiser have like limited it? Like, are some of those cast members beginning pulled into Star Cruiser and that's why they can't come over I don't, to Galaxy's Edge? Um, I mean, I will say I know some of them. Uh, like we have one that's a Gaston and he's, you know, a Kylo on Star Cruiser. And then we have one who is, um, one of the, one of our, um, what is his name? Uh, General Croy or Lieutenant Croy. And he also does stuff at Savi's, but like, that's every single equity worker ever. Like almost all of them do multiple things. Yeah. Yeah. I I just wondered if like, like, I don't think it does. I don't know. I just like it, it, it could, but also it shouldn't. Like realistically, if you need yeah, Pico, there's fifty thousand CPs. Pull yeah. one of them. Pull one yeah. of us. Like there, there's people that would be willing. Emery's um, ready. She's ready to be a Disney. You heard it here. She's oh, ready to be a stormtrooper. Oh, yeah. Put her in the stormtrooper. I'm prepared. Costume. I'm prepared. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hey. know. Well, um, so overall, uh, let's talk about. I guess what is like your favorite or what would you say is like a must do every time you go into galaxy's edge is there a must like do food or drink is there like a must do attraction that you have to do every time do you have to go to a certain area and like take pictures whatever it is do you have like every time you go you're like man i should do this again like just whatever do you have a spot? i will yeah i will say um go to galaxy's edge at night uh because galaxy's edge at night in my opinion is much much better um, like if you can, 
because when the crowd's clear and it's quiet, you can hear like all the different ships. Uh, sometimes you can hear people having phone calls and different communications. Um, you'll hear droids, all those kinds of things. Um, and also like by the Falcon, everybody that's got a lightsaber that day or has one, they'll all like meet up and everybody will turn that on their cool. sabers. It's really cute. Uh, but I think it's just like better at night. So like if I'm going to go, I would prefer to go at night. Like that's kind of my must do. Like that's when I'm going to be there if I'm going to be there. Yeah, totally feel it. Um, I'm just going to, I mentioned it before breakfast, Ronald wrap. I, that is like a go-to for me every time I go. Cause usually, and I don't know what this is, but when I go to studios, I don't go that often to studios, but when I do, I feel like I'm always opening the park and going during rope drop. And that's, I don't do that for any other part, like even <laughs> animal kingdom, which is like, maybe because, you know, it doesn't, you don't need to be there super late, but I don't know why for studios, for some reason, I'm always there for park open. So it's always like, let's go get a breakfast run wrap. I think that's, if you can do rise, that's great. But um, I'd say that's my, my number one. Go oh no, shoot. Oh my gosh. I forgot to mention, and sorry, this is just bar side. The team would be disappointed if I didn't talk about this. The Surly Sarlacc drink in at uh, <laughs> Docking Bay 7. That's also a must get every single time I'm there. It is very refreshing. Actually, for bang for your buck, this has turned into my number one drink at Walt Disney World. Yeah. Wow. I love my double rum and Coke at Rose and Crown. But ladies and gentlemen, you're hearing it here first. Wow. It's just, it's gotten to the price, like price point where it's not a deal anymore. That's, I love it. It still tastes great, but it used to only be like 11 bucks for like a double rum and Coke, which was like a heck of a deal. Now it's like 16, 17 bucks or so. Like, uh, it's just not worth it. I mean, I don't feel like I know you anymore, time. Jared. I'll still get it every time. But listen, <laughs> you start messing around with the wallet and I'm having to pay more. I'm Dutch. I'm cheap. So that's okay. That's everything that they're doing. But. So the Surly Sarlacc is like fourteen fifty, which is sad that that's like cheaper for a cocktail drink. But um, it is well worth it. It is so good. Uh, Hunter actually introduced us to it. And we get it every single time we're in the parks. But. Ronald Rapp, Surly Sarlacc, that's mine. Emery's going at nighttime. Nick, Mark, do you have a must-do or something that like is tradition for you when you're in Galaxy's Edge? Uh, I'm not going to say Rise because I think that's the obvious answer. Uh, it would probably be taking, taking my time mm -hmm. to just look at the Falcon. Not rush it. Walk in kind of walk past everything else. I go right to the Falcon and I just take a second because that is my childhood right there, that ship. So I'm like, okay, let me breathe in, accept it. There she is. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous. Now I can go enjoy the rest of my time. So there you go. Yeah, I was going to say, um, kind of playing off of that, it's not one thing in particular for me either. It's just simply slow down. Like mm -hmm. when you get, if you'll feel this like urgency when you get into Galaxy's Edge where you're like, oh my gosh, okay, we got to go do this. We've got to experience this and we've got to buy this and we've got to try this. Just slow down because there are so many details and Easter eggs in in the details surrounding that park, like walking through the marketplace and staring at the Millennium Falcon. I, there's so much to see that it would make me sad for people to rush through that land because they're trying to get to an attraction on time or 
you know, go buy a, a food item <laughs> quickly um, and, and miss out on so much more that that land has to offer. Um, I'm hoping that we get back to a place where characters are, are walking around more often because that just that gives guests the opportunity to slow down even more to kind of just like take in the storyline. Um, yeah, I'd say slow yeah. down. All right. Do you have something that you would want to change or add? So many things. <laughs> Let's stick to one. <laughs> stick your number one. Like, what do you think you see me personally? I know like y'all talk about the theming and all that with like Batu and creating a new story. I actually don't mind it. I actually, it's nice to see creativity finally in the parks and not just tagging, like taking it from the movies and shows. I like the imagination part of it. Um, so that's okay with me because I think just seeing that is a dying, it's a dying breed at this point. Um, but for me, Mace Windu lightsaber, you better add that. That's gotta be in there. That's just like, come on, dang it. Um, I think that's going to be my number one. Add Mace. Oh, and when it comes to characters, this the number one Star Wars character experience for me personally, and maybe overall, like top five, was back in the day when they had, um, what is it? Uh, what's it called? The Star, what's the one by like Voyage of Little Mermaid? Launch Bay. Launch Bay. They had the little Jawas walking around in the bar area. And it was so cool to see them in person. And it was just a walk around. You can take pictures with them, but like freely walking around experience. The Jawas are such cool little creatures that are like, you know, up to your chest. So like they're very tiny, but then like they would always carry around like little junk, you know, cause that was what they did in star Wars. So like you could go barter with them and like give them a paper clip and they'll give you like a button from a shirt. And like, what a cool experience. I mm-hmm. loved the Jawas every like launch bay was for me anything that disney has done in the parks for star wars launch bay was the closest we've got to like what i wanted with star wars because they had walk around characters in there you could still go and like see characters they have cool props and everything there now but it's more just like a resting area i know you can go star wars is very like chaotic like studios they need to like centralize it all in one but that's a different story but i miss like that character experience of like the Jawas bring the Jawas back and let me just have some fun and barter with them. And um, that was always a cool experience, but yeah, those are my two Mace Windu lightsaber Jawas. What do y'all anything? I would, other than I would theme it. Well, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> okay. I would get, rid of, I, I would get rid of the two altogether. And okay. Galaxy's edge is my favorite land at any Disney park. A really mm. theme park in general. I love it so much. That being said, I would l- have loved it even more if I was able to experience characters from all of the Star Wars films. And I hate that it is stuck in an era. I love, don't get me wrong, I'm a fan of the newer Star Wars films. Like, I enjoy mm. them. I made a lot of memories taking Luke to go see them in theaters when he was very small. Um, that but like the, those are not the films that I grew up on, and so there are characters in Star Wars that I don't get to interact with, especially because they've taken so many Star Wars characters out of the park in general. Like there used to be an opportunity to see so many more when before Galaxy's Edge existed, and it's such a bummer to me that we don't get that anymore. Like I'm thinking about um, 
I don't know. I do, there's just list and Vader, list of Star Vader, Wars characters. Star yeah. Wars. I mean, you have just the regular rebels. I mean, there's just so many, and that's, I'm going to work off of yours. I think the, what I would change is I'm going to be kind of like a little, little softy here, but I don't care about episode seven, eight, nine. I don't care about it. Like I have no, I can't emotionally attach to those movies at all because I feel like they mm. handled my three main characters, Luke, Leia, and Han, so miserably. Yeah. So for one reason, one reason only, they didn't have any screen time together. I can talk for this for hours. I'm not going to, so I'm going to move on. I would much <laughs> rather. I would love Batu if it was Rebels episodes four, five, and six. If it was four, five, and six, and I had the regular stormtroopers, Darth Vader would come out. It would be the Rebels sneaking around. I would have I would oh sign me up but I but also I'm also a huge I'm a huge Kenobi fan (laughs) Obi-Wan Kenobi but like give me oh girl you have said fire in my soul but like (laughs) like I agree the fact that they're stuck on episode seven eight nine sucks like I wish one because that's that's what Star Wars is Star Wars isn't seven eight nine Star Wars I was thinking I was thinking about this the other day. I think it'd even be cool to have like a day in the year, or maybe not a day, but like a weekend or a week in the year where they like they celebrate old Star Wars and they like make Batu go back in time so that these characters can take right. over Batu. I don't know how that would work because it won't work with the attractions. But no, um, see, but it could work. It could it could work with smugglers. Because all it is is a screen behind it in audio, right? I mean, like... Yeah, you but you have it. Hondo up there. I don't know. I don't know how that would work with everything. I mean, but I just, all that it's just involved the whole time. It makes me... It bums me out. Because when we first heard that we were getting Star Wars Land, my mind went to, like, so many different worlds mm. that they could have showcased. And I agree, Jared. Like, I like that they did imagine things and create new yeah. things. But, but by doing that, it took away so much more from first Star Wars fans of, like what they could have experienced in that area. So yeah. I don't know. That's what I would change. Buy the two and give me Star Wars land. You yeah. know, I don't know. IP everywhere. Oh, <laughs> I'm gosh. With you. Give me the IP. No, gosh. Um, Emery, did you say one? Are you kind of just um, along with everybody else here? Yeah. I mean, I agree. I, I don't think they necessarily were wrong for putting it in the time frame that they did. Um, I do also feel like if they ever wanted to, they could go back in time, um, and they could even redo the land so they would go back in time. Like, would it take a lot of fixing? Kind of. Not really. Like, I feel like it would be actually kind of simple, um, because, like, the bones and everything would still be good. Um, like, I feel like they could do it if they wanted to, or just do it for a week, whatever. It'll be what it's gonna be. Um, but I just do wish that they would fully commit because I think it is a really good land, but I think we are just like halfway in. Like we have that one foot in where, oh, we're going to fully commit to make this fully immersive and you're going to feel like you're totally on Batu. And like, I don't always feel like that when I'm there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I struggle with. So I wish they would just push the theming more, um, whether it be entertainment, uh, the merchandise, uh, food and beverage, like, all of that's very well themed. Um, but yeah, I just feel like I'm missing a little bit and I always am slightly removed from the story when I am there. So okay. yeah, I guess that'd be mine. All right. Um, one thing I'll add as much as I loved launch Bay back in the day, I would add this. It doesn't have to do with galaxy's edge, but 
we need to make something else with Launch Bay. Yeah. We've I just Launch I Bay. think we're just it's weird that we have a whole land and now we have Star Tours, which should stay there. I like Star Tours there because it is separate from Batu. But yeah. to have Star Wars located in like every corner of the park now, like yeah, it's, it's, let's calm it's down here. We I got, love Launch so Bay happen. because it's my my only opportunity to actually meet Star Wars characters because that doesn't exist right. in Galaxy's Edge where it could and should. They could throw it somewhere else. But you, I mean, like even Vader, like where where would Vader go? <laughs> but anyways. Um, the Jedi stage by Star Tours. Bingo. I wish I miss Jedi training. I wish I don't think that's ever going to come back. What about like where the Jedi training where they the kids would go to like yeah try, learn like why I wish that's why where not Vader make that Olaf meet and greet like where you do Star Wars because sure. it's right I'm across the it. way. Yeah, I'm fine with that. That'd be cool because um, Olaf is by Frozen Theater, Hyperion. Yeah, but oh, I know, but we don't need an Olaf. <laughs> he's not even it's not even a cold olaf he's like summer. i don't know it's like summer olaf <laughs> nobody wants summer olaf <laughs> all right i do i i think launch bay could be and, and this could be a whole other episode but yeah. that area <laughs> i know screams, well screams, once we get to that land and we talk yeah, about screams marvel to me for sure um okay uh I, I did forget to mention the batu bounty hunters which is on like the my magic band plus i know nick you went and did this with your kids which was cool um I, again, this is something I don't. I don't think it's that great. That my Magic Band Plus. That's a whole another topic too, because I think it's yeah. pointless. But um, I think it's, it's a fun it's, interactive thing. But you just yeah. go up to doors and you don't even see anything. You just it's so know, much I'm out fun. on it. I'm out. No, it is so much fun, especially walking around with your six year old kid. Yeah. Like he is like, Dad, this door <laughs> or like yeah, he's this door just like is cool. No, I mean, Jared. Dis- suspend your disbelief for a few seconds. Yeah. There's no like effects, right? On the phone, there is. Yeah, get off the phones, people. Let's have let's be able to get off our phones and enjoy life. Right, Harry well, Potter, you got the the wands. Forty year old Jarrett's over effect. here, but that's what they're trying to do. Uh, and yeah. listen, you got wands, and you get to see cool effects. I'm not looking at my phone. Yeah. I don't need to collect no. things like that. I I. I do. I don't like all the phone stuff. I hate the phone stuff. The one thing is clever, but it is the biggest bunch of baloney. It is the hottest take that I have that I think it's a waste of time. Dumb. I I love the 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 ones. Oh, you think it's a waste of time? I do. See, I I will disagree, but that's another day. We'll fight over it. I think it's fun. Try it. Everybody should try it. Try it. Buy buy Magic Band Plus and try it. I can oh, get no. it for free. Rent it out. Yeah, I'll rent it for five. Find months. a friend. Nick has one. Just rent it out. No. There you go. <laughs> I'll come uh, with you guys and play ba- uh, Bounty Hunter. It's fun. It's a good time. All right. Overall, we, we've got to real quick bathrooms. High, low. Oh, rank, no. We didn't rank them high or low. High or low. High. They're the highest of high, high. baby. They it's like a 75% level for me. 80%. 75 to 80%. What? Still busy. What? I appreciate a good resort bathroom where it's a little more quiet. I can hear some music. Jerry and I have high value of the poly bathroom yeah. for sure. If you if you wonder where this is coming from, you can reference yeah, one of poly. our previous episodes Give me that where we ranked bathroom, baby. bathrooms at Walt Disney World. So. Yes. <laughs> Zero to hundred percent. What do you got? I'm 70, 80, 75. I don't think I, I remember what it looks like. The sinks are really cool. The sinks I'm gonna go eighty five. Those urinals are incredible, bro. Yeah, the urinals are great. I design wise is probably why it's yeah. high. I feel yeah, like design... purely. Oh, sorry. Purely because mm. I know it's busy. 
I would deduct some. I don't really remember what it looks like, but I just know they are very high traffic. Yeah. 85 because it would be higher if it weren't for how busy they are. I need privacy. I need privacy at Oga's and I need privacy in the bathroom. (laughs) There you go. Oh, by the way, if you ever are going number two in the men's, the large men's restroom there, don't use stall number two. Corey blew that. Oh my God. No. And I will never go in stall number two. I don't know where this is going to go, but. Corey had a little too much docking bay. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the fuzzy tauntaun. Stop. Do not go install number two. Moving on, moving on. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Overall, let's go percentage-wise again. When you think about this land compared to other lands, overall experience and thoughts when you go into this land, where are you at? Subjectively, 90%. You're at 90%. So is this like one of the top five lands for you? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I would say, I was going to say 90% as well. Okay. And it's it's weird because one. I com- I complain about it. Yeah, it's my number one. I complain about it, but I still love it so much. Like mm-hmm. it is amazing. Okay, I'm, I'm I go like eighty. I thought you were about to say sixty, and I was going to be. No, I was so going to go seventy-five again, like the bathrooms, <laughs> seventy-five or eighty. There's so much to do here compared to other lands. Like so much. It is interactive and fun. Um, I don't know. I just. I think maybe if if I didn't go so much, I guess I don't know. It's just I don't There's get like not the many thrills lands of, that know. create an immersive experience like Galaxy's Edge. Like yeah. Pandora sure. would be the only comparable one for me. And I love Star Wars, but I think like Disney nostalgia is hits different than Star Wars nostalgia. Right. So like classic Disney stuff doesn't compare to like see like classic Falcon. Like seeing the Millennium Falcon. Oh, see, yeah, that, I love the Millennium Falcon. Star it Wars me for me, but... Star Wars for me gives me goosebumps. Like the castle would give me goosebumps. Like yeah. it's a, it's a level. The the Falcon and the castle can almost be compared for me. Like it's like okay. level playing yes. field. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So there yeah. you go, Emery. Yeah. I'll I'll give it probably about eighty as well. I think it's definitely up there in my favorite lands. I do think it's really well done. But I do just have like so many things that I'm just like that make me kind of cringe at it. So I'll probably go about an 80. It's very good. Very well yeah. done though. Yeah. All right. So we have 80, 80, 90, 90. So all pretty high. But there you have it. Our breakdown of Star Wars Galaxy's <laughs> Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Go check it out. It's an amazing time. Even if you're not a Star Wars person, you can still have, go have a lot of fun. And even if you're like not, but you're with someone who is a big time Star Wars person, Again, it was just so cool, like last or two weeks ago, and it was just like, I finally got to experience that again of seeing someone else that's a Star Wars fan go through and actually see like the joy on their face of seeing a lot of this stuff. So um, you'll have a good time. But Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, go check it out. Thank you all. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Emery. Thank you, Nick, for being here. Always appreciated when you're on. Um, We had a lot of fun with this. Oh, no, actually, I did have one more thought. I'm going to knock it down to a 79 instead of an 80 (laughs) because I had this on my notes and I wanted to mention it because I remember Andrew also said the same exact thing. And this is, if you remember old studios and this is for you Christmas people out here, the uh, Osborne lights used to be in this area. So Mm -hmm. I, that I'm going to knock it down a percentage because that was the number one Christmas 
holiday thing that we had at Disney and we knocked that's it down. That's true. So that's true. That is one thing I will just always knock down. I'm going to knock it down 2%, 78. <laughs> give us a life, give us life day celebration in Galaxy's <sighs> Edge. That Dude, would be, it, I will be a sobbing mess. Oh, <laughs> oh there you oh, go. We need it. Anyways. Yep. So there you go. And then, uh, Andrew also said they backed themselves into a corner with the timeline. It should have been a pre-known planet and either not in that, not between episode eight and nine or classic Imperial area or era with Vader, Han, Luke. So a lot of what y'all were saying as well. Yeah. All right. There you have it. That was a lot of fun. Thank you again. Thank you to you, the listeners. Thank you to our happiest army from Patreon for your support. Uh, We'll hopefully see a lot of you uh, this upcoming Friday for a virtual night. Um, Dressing costume. Dressing costume, little Halloween night. But uh, remember, ladies and gentlemen, this is not goodbye. This is see you real soon. So we will talk to you all later. Please stay safe out there. Have a magical week. And ta-ta for now. Goodbye, everyone. May the force be with you. Bye.